Josh Escobedo with Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Scott Hervey from Weintraub Tobin. Luxury brand Hermes tries to bag digital designer Mason Rothschild, who is selling Meta Birkin NFTs. We're going to talk about this on the next installment of The Briefing by the IP Lava. Mason Rothschild is an artist who has created a series of digital artworks called Meta Birkins. The artist claims that each work comments on the Hermes handbag and that each work is a unique, fanciful interpretation of the Birkin bag. Rothschild claims that the depiction of each bag as fur-covered comments on the animal cruelty inherent to Hermes' manufacturing of its ultra-expensive leather handbags. He has over 100 pieces as part of this collection and has sold over $1.1 million worth of NFTs. This is what they look like. Pretty cool. And if you put your mouse over the box, it says, not your mother's Birkin. Hermes filed suit in January, alleging trademark infringement and trademark dilution, and Rothschild moved to dismiss, relying heavily on Rogers versus Grimaldi. The Rogers court held that where the defendant's product is artistic or expressive, the Lanham Act must be interpreted narrowly in order to avoid suppressing protected speech under the First Amendment. The two parts of the Rogers test are artistic relevancy and whether the use of the mark is explicitly misleading. Josh, if these images were hanging in a gallery in Soho, I very much doubt that Hermes would have brought suit. I just don't see how the fact that these images being digital as opposed to analog and being associated with a few lines of code uh, make them any different or make their artistic relevancy any less. The bar for artistic relevancy is extremely low. These Meta Birkins don't look like exact replicas of the Birkin bag, and the artist claims that the furry depiction of the bag speaks to the fashion industry's animal cruelty. The Birkin bag is a target for commentary on consumerism, societal obsession with wealth and status. And think about the pop artist Andy Warhol. I mean, no one could depict the can of Campbell's chicken soup like Warhol. Right. The fact that these are digital depictions rather than analog paintings should not make any difference in the, the determination of artistic relevancy. I agree with you, Scott. And again, as I mentioned above, the bar is so low. I believe one of the cases that interprets Rogers versus Grimaldi referred to the uh, honey badger don't care uh, Hallmark card as being an example of artistic relevancy. So that's right. That's right. The, the, court, the courts have said that artistic relevancy just needs to be above zero. And I think we have that here. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And, and just adding further commentary on that. I think the courts have gone as far as to say that the work itself does not need to rise to the level of Anna Karenina. So moving on to the second factor, whether the use is explicitly misleading. Although in most instances, an explicitly misleading use requires an overt claim or an explicit reference to an association with the third party mark, I just don't see this. Yeah, I don't see that here either. Um, and as for Hermes's dilution claim, I think they have some problems there as well. As we've said before, the non-commercial use of a mark is expressly excluded from being actionable as blurring or tarnishment. In VIP Products versus Jack Daniels Properties, the court stated that speech is non-commercial if it does more than propose a commercial transaction and that the use of a mark may be non-commercial even if it is used to sell a product. 
And even though these NFTs or the artwork associated with NFTs are sold, it's clear to me that this is non-commercial speech, much more so than a picture of a shoe. Sure, I think that's right. And just to make sure we're on the same page here, you're saying that because in addition to actually being uh, something commercial, the sell, the selling of the NFT, uh, there's a very strong piece of expression and commentary involved in these NFTs, right? I think, well, it's because that what is really being sold is the, the, the artwork. Um, remember NFT is just a, a tool for distribution, um, for transacting, for transacting the sale and purchase for tracking ownership and other functional aspects. Um, it's, it, I mean, it's a few lines of code that's associated with a, an image that the owner has the right to access. And you know, as the owner of uh, an NFT of the, of the Metaburken, I would have the right to display this image in my home or wherever the smart contract gave me the right to do so. And like any other work of art, um, this, this image, these Metaburka images are um, protected First Amendment free speech. It's commentary on, as you said above, Josh, it's commentary on society's obsession with wealth and status. And I think the fur is a fair commentary uh, on the fashion industry's use of um, fur and other animal products in the manufacture of, of uh, clothing items. That's very interesting, Scott. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. Thanks, Josh. I hope you enjoyed this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast. And for additional content, visit our website at theiplawblog.com. Thanks.